0: Hi, you guys, it's Yaz. Tonight, I'm gonna go through a couple of questions that I got that people had with regard to dating and relationships and sex and everything like that. And I'm gonna talk about, you know, is attraction important in dating? How important is attraction in dating, all right? And I'm gonna start off with the first question that I got from a listener, All right. He wrote and he said, I met this woman on Facebook dating. She seems super nice. I've been chatting with her a little. This may sound hosed up, but women do it too. But my main concern is attraction. Her face is attractive, but she even admits on her Facebook profile to using Snapchat filters. But she just shows her face and nothing else. She sent me a link to her Facebook profile, and everything there is headshots only. I was married before, and my ex-wife gained a lot of weight, and that, amongst other things, was a game-changer. Still, she seems so nice, but I'm wondering if it would really work. It took like a day to mull it over, and she's already texting me that she doesn't know why I lost interest. I don't know if I should give her a chance or not. I don't want to lead her on. Okay, the first thing that I have to say about this from the girl's standpoint is the first mistake that she made is she's texting him why he lost interest, okay? If he's not texting you, then he's obviously not that interested. There's something that's hesitating him from contacting you. So already there's a hesitation in him. But to answer his question, all right, he wants to know, should he give this girl a chance? You know, he met her on a dating app on Facebook, right? Facebook dating. And he's only seeing headshots. And because he's only seeing headshots, already he's being superficial and he's thinking to himself that, oh, she must have a weight problem. Now, I want to clarify something right now. Just because a woman has headshots on her profiles for like it could be dating apps or wherever, you know, any kind of dating, online dating doesn't necessarily mean she is overweight. There are a lot of women that put headshots because they want to see if you're interested in getting to know them and not just look at them from a physical aspect you know, a lot of ways it's to weed out a lot of fuckboys. All right. Because fuckboys are just looking at how physically attractive, how sexy your body is. They're not really concerned with a face shot. So It could be, that could be a reason, or maybe she does have a body image um, complex, and she is putting headshots. But in any event, the fact that he's hesitating, all right, already in his mind, he's judging this woman without even talking to her, okay? And he's talking about, you know, how his his ex-wife had gained a lot of weight. This is somebody, all right? that I personally, or I wouldn't recommend anybody wanting to date him, all right? Now, he's entitled to go after whoever he wants to go for. If he's looking for somebody and he's basing whether he wants to date them purely on, you know, them having a great figure or something like that, um that's fine. Go ahead and date somebody like that without looking at the aspect that you could be missing out on some great woman that could be very good to you, be very kind-hearted to you. Maybe she doesn't have the best body in the world, but she's got other characteristics of about herself that you could, would make you happy. All right. But now I want to talk about the fact of How important is attraction in relationships? Now, when you're dealing with people, whether it's male or female, you guys, you have to ask yourself, what are you in it for in dating? Are you in it for the sexual aspect? Are you in it for the relationship aspect? Because it kind of falls into either category. So, you know, he seems like he's a very judgmental type of guy. And I don't think he should, you know... Lead this girl on because if he's hesitant already from contacting her and just basing it off a picture, he's probably going to be judgmental about other things about her. Because usually, when somebody's judgmental about one aspect without really even knowing somebody, that's somebody that's going to be critical. And that's somebody that's going to be judgmental. And that's somebody that can't, you know, make it through the thick and th- thin of things, all right? That's somebody that, you know, if they see one thing they don't like, they're out of there. So, you know, he, he's better off, you know, just admitting to himself what he's really looking for. and And he really, you know... He really shouldn't contact her or anything like that because he's already got his reservations. Now, if you're on the other side of the coin and somebody is doing that to you, because see, this happens a lot in dating. You know, you'll be on the dating apps and a lot of guys will say, well, do you have a full body picture? Do you have a full body picture? Do you have a full body picture? All right? And if they're mentioning a full body picture in the very beginning, that is a huge red flag. That is telling you that that person they're interested more in the physical aspect of you than knowing the inner you and who you really are as a person. Huge red flag, you guys, all right? So, you know, you got to pick up on these things. Now, I do want to mention something else just to be fair. All right. Attraction is important. Yes. Attraction is important. So if we want to take it to another level and we want to say, you know, he's entitled to what he likes, he's entitled to what he's what he likes. Then what he should have on his profile is I'm attracted to physically fit women. All right. So he's letting them know from the onset this is what he's looking for, okay? And if he doesn't want to ask her for a, you know, a full-bodied picture to come off that he's superficial, he should mention to her in passing that, you know, he likes women that take care of themselves, that are physically fit, that exercise from time to time to keep themselves healthy and fit. Or if he himself works out, he should bring up some something in the realm of fitness, okay, and then see what her reaction is to that. She may say something to you to the to the effect of, uh, "Oh, you know, um, I go to the gym three times a week," or you know, "Oh, I haven't been to a, g- a gym in a while," or "Oh, I have to lose like twenty pounds," and that would give him an idea of really, you know, where she, where she is as far as. Her physical health, you know, does she take care of herself physically? See, there's ways around it without coming off, you know, really obnoxious or turning somebody off. See, and I'm going to give you guys an example. When I was on a dating app a while back, the same kind of scenario kind of happened to me because I deliberately put up face shots. Why did I put up face shots? Because I was testing out to see who was going to want to talk to me without seeing a full body picture. And I had one guy who said, oh, only face shots, huh? So you must be heavy or something like that. And meanwhile, I said to myself, you know, let him think what he wants. I have, you know, over 30,000 guys on my Instagram and, you know, they've. I'm in over 400 groups in Facebook, and I have my own following, all right? I don't have to prove to him my image or anything like that or the followers that I have, okay? But, you know, I had to laugh to myself because I said to myself, This is how stupid some people are because they think that just because you have a headshot up that you're not physically fit. And meanwhile, I was going to the gym five days a week. I was a a gym chick and very, very physically fit, all right? I was very into the health and fitness thing, all right? So that's the joke of it all. So you can't judge somebody off pictures, all right? And the other thing is a lot of times, I mean, I understand the other point of view is, okay, a lot of women, and men too, they post pictures with a lot of Snapchat filters, okay? I I get that. I get that. But, you know, that's why you ask for more pictures once you get to talk to somebody, if you're interested in getting to know them, of course, You ask them, you know, maybe do you have any other pictures or whatever, or you could do a quick video chat. I also recommend if you're going to do the lousy dating apps, which, you know, is all game on there. I mean, that's not a place to find relationships. It's a, a totally different world, you guys, from what it was a couple of years ago, even. I mean, I've gone through this a thousand times, all right? We all know it's game on there. But um, the point I'm trying to make is if you're going to post pictures, you want to post nice pictures, but not over the top pictures. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. All right. You don't want to post pictures with 32 different, um, you know, filters on it. You want to post a picture that's a natural picture of yourself because the person is going to meet you. So don't put out a fake picture and then the person meets you and then never calls you again and you're hurt by it. You know, you you have to show them who you are. They're either going to like you or they're not. And if they don't like you, bye-bye, there's the door, all right? But the, the point is... You want to take care of yourself to be the best person that you could be. Take care of your hair. Take care of your nails. Take care of your personal hygiene. You know, impress yourself, impress somebody else with the way that you dress. Dress with class, all right? When you dress classy, you can't go wrong, all right? If people are not impressed with, you know, you dressing maybe a little bit more conservative and classy, sexy, and they're looking for you to to, to be like uh, some sexy bombshell that comes down the street. And, and they're not turned on by you being dressed classy and sexy. Then that person is not interested in you for the right reasons. Years ago, you guys, when we used to do the clubbing, all right, back in New York City, when me and my friends used to go out. We, when we went out, we dressed to the nines. I mean, we had the high heels. We had the tight, skin-tight t- skin dresses, right? And yeah, of course, you're going to attract a lot of guys dressing super, super sexy. But, you know, just to do a test, one time when I was going out, I said, you know what, I'm going to take a different route. I'm going to put on a suit, a really nice suit, that I got from a boutique, all right? It wasn't like a work suit. It was like a dressy suit with the jacket, like a white suit with like a black trim. It was sharp, you guys. It looked like a Chanel suit, but it wasn't Chanel. And I went out. I have to tell you, I had more guys come up to me and say to me, it's so refreshing to see a woman dress classy, okay? So here's my point. My point is this. What you put out there is what you get back, all right? It's not about being able to attract. It's about what you attract, okay? Because you don't want to attract the wrong people that are going to want you for the wrong reasons. Okay, you guys, are you ready for the next question? I just got this question from this girl, okay? She writes... Yaz, can you give advice on a boyfriend cheating in a relationship and trying to build trust again? My specific situation. He hooked up with some lady, blackout, with his friends after the bar, but we had only been seeing each other for a month. Two months later, now I found out. He's begging, saying he loves me, and he didn't know we would get serious. Okay, here's what I think about this. All right, first of all... She was only seeing him for a month. That's number one. Normally, you guys, my attitude when it comes to the cheating thing is that if you're in a committed relationship, that means that you are exclusive. You are exclusive. And it's made known that you both are exclusive. It's made known publicly on your social media. I've talked about this time and time again. Because a lot of people lie and say that you are exclusive with them, but they refuse to put you on their social media because they have other people on their social media. They don't want anybody knowing about you, them being in a relationship because they're talking to other people. Right. So normally I would tell somebody in 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 a typical situation, you know, where somebody has cheated, you know, once a cheater, usually always a cheater. I mean, there's always exceptions to the rule. I have to add that. But for the most part, that is true, okay? But in this situation, you know, she's only been seeing him a month. So here's here's what I have to say to her. First of all, you only know him a month, right? You only, I mean, I'm not sure how long she knows him, but she's been with him for a month. I mean, she might have known him longer and they're only together you know, for that month when he cheated on her at a bar, blackout situation, he says, yeah, okay. But the, the whole thing, the point I'm trying to make is, number one, were you specifically exclusive? That's the first question, all right? Because if you were specifically exclusive, big red flag, big red flag. But if you were just dating and seeing each other, all right, that's a totally different situation. Now, the other thing that I would tell her is look at this guy's track record. I always tell you guys, you got to look at somebody's track record with their past exes and their dating history. It tells you everything about that person. Oh my God, that is so true. When you dive into somebody's past, you know, because, you know, a lot of times people are very predictable. What they, a lot of times what they did with their exes, they'll do with you. Okay. Because this could be their pattern. So you got to look at all these things. You, you, know, you know, you, you look at everything and then you, you come to a conclusion of who you're dealing with over there. So if this guy had a history of cheating in his past and he cheated on you, that is a high risk. Okay. So in her situation, He's telling her now, now supposedly it's two months later. All right. After the cheating incident. So what would that make it? It would make it three months that they've been going out. Right. But she found out, you know, two months later. All right. And he's begging her. He's saying he loves her and everything like that. I would not, you know, go by anybody saying they love you after three months. All right. After three months, That's not a long time to nobody. You don't to love somebody. You don't know that person that long. All right. But he wants to keep you. He wants to keep you around. He doesn't want to lose you. All right. So what is he gonna do? Of course he's gonna tell you he loves you. He of course he's gonna tell you he loves you. So that would not be a reason for me to stay with this guy. You know, you have to look at the other factors that are going on with this guy. How does he treat you? It, it, are there other red flags in your relationship? Is he disappearing a lot? Is he ghosting a lot? You know, um, is he unreliable? You know, do you, he could he be out creeping on the side? That may not have been the only time he's, he cheated on you, okay? Sometimes when you find out somebody cheated, that's not the first time they cheated. They could have been cheating the whole time. But here, here's the thing, because it is such a new relationship, and I'm not giving this guy a pass, mind you, all right? But if she really wants to kind of see and ride this out a little bit, all right, because it is so new, so to speak, and it really depends on if they were specifically exclusive at the time of the cheating, what she could do is she could, you know, date him again. All right. But then date him and, and tell him that, you know what, she's going to take it slowly. And then she needs to watch his pattern. She needs to watch his pattern. Okay. And if she starts to see any more red flags, bye-bye, there's the door. Okay. Because if you, if you make that mistake, all right, and you give somebody more than one pass, then you are the fool. You are the fool, and that's when people really start to treat you like crap, all right? Then you are a sucker, okay? Because you got that red flag, and you ignored it, but the only reason I'm saying that in this case, you know, she could give him maybe a little bit of a pass, not really a lot of it, a little bit, is because she was only dating him a month, okay, okay? But still, I would still keep my eyes open. I I would not trust him 100% at all, okay? And the next thing that you see that looks at all shady, kick him out the door. He's done. He's done, okay? You let him know your boundaries. You let him know that, you know what? If anything shady like this, anything even slightly shady like this happens again, you are finished, finished Finish, lose my number. Don't ever call me again. I'm moving on. Okay. Okay. You guys, you ready for the next question? All right. This, this one is a good one. <laughs> All right, here we go. I started dating a married, separated man four months ago. That's the first red flag I need to add. He tells me he's still in love with his ex-girlfriend, not wife, who he dated nine years behind his wife's back. He claims he adores and loves me, but he'll always love her, and she was the love of his life. I found this out when I asked if he still communicated with her. He said yes. He still writes to her because he misses her, and they broke up because she got cancer, and she decided to go back to her husband so he could care for her. Supposedly, she's dying. Well, that's what he's telling her, right? I found texts on his phone sent to her just a few days ago that he misses her. No replies from her. He told me he's trying to love again, but he's still hung up on her. He can't switch love off, he said. He said he'll always love her. He said he still writes to her because she is dying of cancer. Supposedly, that makes it okay? He's been wonderful to me, treating me to trips and gifts, etc., He said, I care for you and love you, but I'm, I'm going to love her. He says they were a perfect match, blah, blah. Okay. Here we go. Red flag all over the place here. All right. She started dating a married, separated man. Okay. Whatever that means. Married, separated. I don't see divorced here. Okay. If he's not divorced or he's not going to court for a divorce, you don't even bought, you don't mess with that, you guys. You don't mess with anybody that is, you know, not going through legal action of going through a divorce. All right? There's a lot of people out there that are telling you that they're separated and they're not separated, okay? And they're still married or in some cases they're separated but then they go back to their wives. Okay? That's the first Red flag. Now, the next thing, all right, he says he's, in, he's, in, he's still in love with his ex-girlfriend that he had behind his wife's back for nine years. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me to even consider dealing with a guy like this? That means that if he was with some girl for nine years behind his wife's back, what makes you think he's not going to do it to you, Okay. Okay. then he has a total lack of a relationship or commitment to somebody that that huge red flag, huge. You're setting yourself up for a disaster with this guy. All right. Now, the next thing on top of it, on top of it is he's telling her he still he still loves the other girl. All right. He's still in love with this other girl and he can't switch off his feelings. All right. Well, if he's still in love with her, then guess what? Then he's not emotionally ready to be with you. I don't give a shit that he takes you on trips and gives you gifts and everything. Who cares? Of course he's going to do that. Of course he's going to do that because he wants to get with you. Because he likes having you on the side, so he knows he's got to do something to impress you. Okay? I'm surprised that he's being this transparent and telling you about half the stuff here. All right. He must feel that, you know, you won't go anywhere because he feels comfortable enough to tell you this, but you don't know what he's not telling you. Okay. And he's telling you that this other woman is dying. That could be all BS. All right. This could all be BS. He's probably still, you know, he may even be seeing her on the side. So the whole point is, What are my thoughts? My thoughts are you are wasting your time. That is my thoughts. My thoughts are that you need to drop this guy and drop him fast, okay? There are other men out there that don't have emotional ties. It's like I tell you guys, when you're dealing with somebody and they have this, you know, they're talking about their ex or they just came out of a relationship and it's only like two, three months or something like that. All right. Or this, you know, the hurt from the breakup. They still got that hurt going on. You don't mess with somebody like that. You don't get involved with somebody like that because that is somebody that could flip on you. That is somebody that you'll date for could be six months and then all of a sudden tell you, "Uh, you know, this isn't working out. You know, I'm going back to my ex or something like that. So, you know what? You find somebody that's emotionally ready to be in a relationship. That's half the problem out there, you guys, is that people have ties to other people where they have situationships going on, all right, that they don't want to give up those situationships. They come and they get in the dating world and they tell you, yeah, oh no, I'm single, I'm single, I'm single. No, you're not. No, you're not. You have an emotional tie somewhere. All right. You have an emotional tie somewhere. And in this case, this guy is telling her he's got an emotional tie to her and he can't turn off his feelings. Well, fine. You know what? You know, hit me up in six months and let me know that, you know, you don't have that emotional tie anymore. But in this case, the fact that this guy was cheating on his wife for nine years with that with that, uh, you know, this woman that he still says he he cares for and is in love with. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even give that guy the time of day. Okay, you'd have to be pretty damn desperate to deal with somebody like that or stupid. Okay, I'm just going to say it like it is because it's the truth. All right. Okay, this one, this one, you guys, oh oh my God. All right. She writes in and she says, I just want your opinion on my relationship right now. So my boyfriend doesn't consider what he has done the past couple months as wrong, like talking to other women and prostitutes he has slept with in the past. And when I tell him I'm uncomfortable with him talking to these girls, he calls me a jealous bitch and continues to do it anyway. Is it just me, or does he just not give a shit, okay? Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Well, first of all, he's got zero respect for you. He's calling you a jealous bitch. Red flag, red flag. He's treating you like crap, all right? And he's doing whatever he wants to do. Why is he doing whatever he wants to do? Because he knows he can. Because you have no boundaries. Because you are accepting what he's doing by being there. Okay? You've already communicated to him about these things. He knows that you are aware of him talking to these other women and pro uh, we got to add here prostitutes he has slept with in the past, all right? He's communicating with all these women and the prostitutes he slept in the past, all right? And he's calling you a jealous bitch, all right? How would he like it if it were the other way around and you were talking to your exes all the time? All right? Ask yourself that. How would he be okay with that? Now, if he was okay with that, then that guy really doesn't care about you. And even in this case, he's got zero respect for you. Okay. He's got he's got the feeling that you are not going to go anywhere. And that's why he's treating you the way he does. Okay. You need to set up that boundary and let him know, you know what, this is unacceptable. Don't you ever talk to me that way again. And if you dare talk to me that way again, you and I will not be talking. See if you don't set these people straight in the beginning, it will progress and get worse. Okay, and, and in some cases, this is how um, a lot of violent, toxic relationships start out. Okay. Believe me when I tell you, this is how it starts out. It starts out by they, them calling you names like bitch or this or that. All right. And you sit there and you, you know, you try to talk to them and say, don't ever call me that. Don't ever call me that, right? And you know, they just ignore it. They just ignore it because they feel you're not going anywhere. You're not putting your foot down, all right? You're not you're not calling them out on it, all right? So, they're going to continue to do that. So, you know, it's what you allow is what you get back. And you know, anybody who talks to you like that, you shouldn't be in a relationship with somebody like that, okay? So she, this girl, she really needs to set up her boundaries. You know, I see this a lot and I've seen it a lot in the groups that we've had. You know, there, there have been a lot of, a lot of girls and a lot of women that, and guys too, you know, they, they get it too sometimes. But the, the, the thing is you're accepting behavior that you shouldn't accept you guys. And you sit in there and you're questioning yourself. And you have to say to yourself, you know what? I'm better than that. I'm better than that. I don't deserve to be treated like that. You know, I'm not talking to you like that. So you don't talk to me like that. Okay? You set the level. You set the level. Okay? So that they have to come up to your level. Because otherwise, they're going to keep doing it. You know? And if you're still there, they're going to keep doing it. So you got to set up those boundaries. All right? Okay, you guys. I'm on to the next question. All right. This guy writes, he says, I need marriage advice. I just married this girl that was my first love, high school sweetheart. We were having some issues with a supposed family member sending her money every day and talking very sexual to her. And she keeps this communication going. She tells me it's her uncle. Oh boy. But I don't know what to believe. I've told her it bothers me and it's been eating at me. She doesn't want him to know we are married at all. She, he, he says something doesn't seem right. Well, that's because it, do, it it isn't right. That's because it isn't right. Because most likely that is not her uncle, okay? So you're being very naive. That's her sugar daddy, all right? She's got a relationship with some guy that she's dealing with that's talking to her very sexual and giving her money, all right? She's she's doing some kind of hustle over there. And she's te- she's, you know, she's gaslighting you and telling you it's a family member. So you got to read behind the lines. That's why I tell you guys, you always got to trust your gut, all right? When somebody tells you a story about something that's going on that doesn't seem right to you, and your gut is telling you something's not right here, you better trust your gut because your gut is telling you that for a reason, all right? And the fact, all right, that she doesn't want him to know that they are married, (laughs) why wouldn't she want her uncle to know she's married? Come on now, all right? All right. See, he's he must be very, very young, so he doesn't realize. But, you know, this girl, she's got some kind of hustle going on with this guy, making money off him with the sexual talk and everything. She might have a side hustle going. Who knows what she's doing, but whatever she's doing, she's not being up front with, with her husband, okay? And, you know, that's not good. He's got to confront her and be very transparent and tell her, listen you know, you better tell me the truth about what's really going on here. All right. And you know, if she can't come clean, then she won't be transparent about anything else in the marriage. Then that is somebody you will not be able to trust. All right. That is somebody who's being shady on you. All right. So I hope you guys liked the podcast. And if you did, please share the podcast and subscribe and have a great night. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz. I want to tell you about my two books that are on Amazon, okay? You can download them free with the trial membership from Kindle. So go to Amazon and download the Kindle free trial membership. Doesn't cost you anything and check it out. It may help you. Okay. And have a great day.